Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. On today's episode, Joshua talks about the mental construct. These are this block of beliefs, some of which are limiting and some of which are empowering around any one subject. If you're having difficulty in any subject, it's because that mental construct is mostly limiting. If you can adjust your limiting beliefs around that one area, you'll become more malleable your mental construct will be changed and you'll be able to perceive that subject in a new way. This is how we move through these subjects that were giving us difficulty and we can see the other side of them. We can go through them and we can find that there's really nothing to fear in those subjects. And then we can change those from a limited or kind of a way of perceiving them as not going so well to going really well. It's really amazing how when you change your mental construct around something, that the thing itself changes. This is a really, you know, uh, way out there kind of idea. Josh was just starting to talk about this now and is really, really interesting. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And before we begin, we have a new alignment course starting on Monday. Please visit theteachingsofjoshua.com, click on the Ascension Experience, and you can click on that alignment course and read all about it. Uh, 2022 is really starting to be a great year for all of us. There's lots of possibilities this year. And the best way to, you know, achieve your goals and, and get what you want out of this year is to set yourself up for alignment. So this course, which has been taken by lots and lots of people all over the world, is so beneficial. You can read all the reviews that people have written about it and their comments and stuff like that. So take, check that out. Also remember to like and subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends on Facebook or however you like to share it. And please leave a review and all that great stuff that you do. Thank you so much for everything you do. And let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hello, Joshua. Hi, welcome. Hi, Joshua. Hi. So we'd like to remind you that your beliefs are not true or false, that they are simply limiting or empowering. They're either highly limiting or highly empowering or somewhere in between. And your beliefs work with every aspect of your life. So you might have, let's say, 100 different aspects of your life, all the people in your lives, your profession, how you think about your government, your house, your car, all these little things are your relationships to everything in your reality. And that reality is actually one unified whole representing who you perceive yourself to be. And that is the communication of how you perceive yourself to be is your vibration. Your vibration then is sent out into the universe and the universe comes back with a reflection of that vibration in your reality, therefore manifesting whatever's happening in reality in the moment. So this whole process works as one unified whole designed to lead you from a certain mental construct, which is your set of overall beliefs about yourself, to a more empowered mental construct. And so this mental construct, you could say, is like the computer programming in a computer program, the code behind that program. And so if the code is highly limited, then the program will only function a certain way. And so to upgrade the functioning of that program, you would upgrade the code itself. And so your mental construct is like that code you have access to the code. You have the ability to alter that mental construct. And when you realize that what you're perceiving in your reality is caused in love or resistance, you can ease the resistance and move towards more love. Now, how would one ease the resistance in any relationship? We're not just talking about the relationships to other people, but to how you perceive yourself in regard to anything or any concept or any other person. That perception of yourself is inherent in the reflection or in that relationship to that outside, what appears to be outside person, place, or thing, or concept. If you are perceiving yourself from a high, high perspective, you are feeling good about yourself, you are feeling loved and capable, and, and everything seems to be working out, your mental construct in that area is very open and malleable, and it supports who you truly are, or what we would say, it's authentic. In any area of your life that doesn't seem to be working, where you're struggling and you're having dissatisfaction, and you don't want to be in that relationship because that relationship is dissatisfying or disharmonious, well, there's a mental construct in there that is sort of limiting you or blocking you from being the authentic version of you. So that mental construct in that subject would be considered to be inauthentic. And so what you want to do is to integrate all of these relationships is to look at the ones that are inauthentic and accept them as they are, not try to change them. 
not try to make them any different than they are because you can't force or effort your way or struggle your way by controlling any relationship so that it feels better to you. You must feel better about yourself and the relationship then will, will become altered, will somehow become enhanced. Now that may mean that the subject at hand will improve possibly, the person will improve possibly, or something else will take its place that reflects this new level of understanding about yourself. This is what you are looking for. This is what's interesting about this physical reality. It's not trying to change the outside conditions to make you feel better. It's changing the programming, the code, the source code of who you are, this mental construct, so that you can then see the perfection in the relationship in the first place. Because the perfection is there so that you can understand how you're being. You wouldn't want it to be any other way. You wouldn't want to have a difficult relationship suddenly improve without you changing your mental construct or your belief system around that relationship. It wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't have any benefit. The benefit is seeing how you're perceiving yourself, either limited or in an empowering way, and then accepting it more, accepting it more, accepting yourself more, seeing yourself from a higher perspective more and more and more, and then seeing the relationship improve somehow, some way. This idea we understand is sort of on the leading edge of this leading edge conversation that we're having. So we will leave it at there, but simply say we want to introduce this concept of the mental construct so that you can now look at every relationship in your life where the areas are working well, it's because you have a high perception of yourself, an empowered perception of yourself. You think of yourself as good and valuable and worthy in that relationship. In any other area of your life that's not working where there's some resistance, you're looking at yourself from a limited perspective. That is not true. This is the illusion. And so by integrating these relationships into the entirety of your reality, realizing it's all you, you can now actually do something about how you're perceiving yourself rather than trying to change or control the conditions outside of you. This is part of the process of ascension. And as more of you are ascending, and those of you who are in the ascension experience are coming to understand, nothing is outside of you. It's all being projected from inside. It's all being played as a film would be played by a projector. You are the source of your reality. And so everything that's happening in your reality is in that projection of how you perceive yourself in every area of your life. If you like a more love-based life, a more empowered life, a more exciting and satisfying life, you must see yourself from a higher perspective. If you could understand this as an example, think about the sun. The sun is simply shining its light to whoever wants to take part of it. It's providing energy to whoever wants to consume the energy or access that energy. It is not caring about any particular plant or animal or human that is accessing the energy. It's free flowing to all. And so if you can see yourself as the sun in your reality, beaming your love and acceptance to every aspect of that reality without needing a certain type of feedback to make yourself feel good, then you can just live in complete alignment and acceptance with yourself. And this is the authentic life. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who would like to start? Oh, gosh, Joshua, I'll jump in. Yes, Jojo. <laughs> no one else is. I just wanted to say thank you. I felt like that that message was just for me. <laughs> I know it wasn't. Um, but I did I wanted to kind of share a little bit of something and see if on track based on what you just said. So I heard you say focus on yourself rather than expecting um, a certain feedback. So I have a relationship issue saying your love express love. So I'm doing things that are maybe not comfortable. I'm expressing love, being a loving person and not receiving it back in return. But you, I remember you said to me, it is a reflection of how I feel about myself. So I'm, you know, starting to work on that and, you know, and it, it is pushing past fear. And then, um, Sunday was one year to the day of my accident. And I thought I have to behave differently and act differently if I want to change. So I took myself out wine tasting by myself. I bought the most expensive bottle of wine that I've ever bought. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking if I am wealthy, this is what I would do. So I need to behave as if I'm wealthy now. Excellent. So does, does that make sense? And I'm, you know, I just want to share that. 
And you're pushing past fear to do that. You're stepping outside of your comfort zone to do something like that. You're inspired. It sounds like fun. It is aligned with what you enjoy, who you truly are. You are feeling worthy of it to a certain degree. And so you go out and you say, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. I'm going to do something that I might not have done before. I'm going to express love and appreciation for myself and take myself out on a date. And I'm going to act as if I was wealthy. What would I do if I knew that I was truly abundant? If I knew that the money was always going to come? This is the key concept of abundance is knowing that the money will always be there or whatever you need to do, whatever you need to do, whenever you need to do it will always be there. So you had a little bit of faith that you could step out and do something that was a little bit uncomfortable. You push past the fear and you just had faith that the money would come. Now, obviously you had the money to buy the bottle of wine. So that's not the big thing. But what you were thinking about was, is this really prudent? Shouldn't I maybe buy a little bit less expensive bottle of wine, save a little money, put a little away for the future, these sort of things. And this is what your programming in your mental construct has told you, says that you have to save for the future. You can't be extravagant. You can't do things for yourself. You have to be responsible and pay your bills and do all these things. And so what you're doing by taking this action, having this expansive experience is altering a little bit of that mental construct. So you could say, if you were fully aligned with this idea of the price of the bottle of wine and going out by yourself and splurging on yourself, you would have no resistance whatsoever. So where's the resistance? Well, the resistance is in the value or the price of that wine. There's a value issue there. Am I worthy of this expensive bottle of wine? And this is a great subject to talk about because it could, you could be talking about a car or a pillow or a bed or a house or any number of things. And you're always comparing it to what is responsible, what is it valuable, what's the value in it, and am I worthy of it? Do I trust that the money will come for it, or will I go into financial ruin by being irresponsible with money? So that mental construct, that programming that you have says you only make a finite amount of money, you don't have access to more money, more money can't flow in through other sources, these sort of things. Now that mental construct is, as you can see, limiting. It limits you from doing what you're inspired to do. In this case, you push past the fear to do what you're inspired to do. So bravo, you've expanded and you have a little bit more confidence that yes, that wine was wonderful. That time by myself was wonderful. I pushed past the fear, but once I had pushed past the fear, I had all the experiences that I had that I would not have had had I not pushed past the fear. So I did not let this mental construct about money limit me from doing what I was inspired to do. Can I do it the next time? Sure. Will I still have those same thoughts? Limiting thoughts that say, you shouldn't spend money on yourself. You shouldn't spend so much on a bottle of wine, blah, 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 blah. And if you can modify that mental construct, it'll be easier for the next thing you do and the next thing you do. Now, this isn't just about what you spend money on for yourself. It's also about your faith that money can cut flow from other sources. You'll have to review that a little bit. You'll have to think about that. How did I feel when I actually spent that money? Did I allow myself to enjoy the wine? Or did I sit there and say, is this really worth it? Would I have just as much appreciated or enjoyed a lesser expensive bottle of wine? And this is the game that you're playing mentally. And so you get the chance to talk to yourself about this. Okay, I'm here now. I've made the decision to spend the money. I'm going to enjoy it fully. And I'm not going to worry about it now. The decision's been made. And so this decision, this choice I made was perfect for right now. I'm not going to regret it in the, in the future. I'm not going to look back and wish I did something differently. It's whatever is happening is for me. And so the entire experience can be expansive. And if you allow it to alter that mental construct, it makes it easier the next time. So then when it comes to money, you'll say, well, if I'm going to have this, these expensive bottles of wine all the time, if I'm going to make this a normal thing, because I really enjoy it, and I don't really want to go back to the old inexpensive bottles of wine, they don't taste nearly as good as this. I'm worthy of this quality of wine. Where's the money going to come? Well, now you have this new thing going on in your life 
that requires just a little bit more money. It wasn't there before, it's a new thing. And so now you'll be open to inspiration to do something that'll make a little bit more money so that you can perfectly afford this because you would never be inspired ever, 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 ever to spend a little bit more money on yourself if source was not going to show you the way or your inner self was not gonna guide you to all the money that you need to pay for that thing. But of course you have to reconcile your limiting beliefs in that area. Are you able to be comfortable with those thoughts of doubt and worry? This is where people get stuck because they say, I love the bottle of wine, but it's just not worth me worrying about the money. It's just not worth me thinking, having regrets about it. I don't like the feeling of regret. So instead of doing what I want to do, I'm going to limit myself from having this wine because I can't stop thinking about where else I could have been spending the money more responsibly. If you didn't know how the system worked, you would fall into that trap, which many, many, many people do. But now you know how the system works. The universe is totally supporting you to get every single thing that you want as long as whatever you want is aligned with your higher purpose of seeing your own worthiness, of being authentic, and of moving on your journey of self-discovery, in which case this is because it was an inspired idea. It wasn't an idea that said, I'm completely bored. I hate being in the house. I'm stuck here all day. I got to do something to get out. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm just going to go grab a bottle of wine and get drunk. That was not what was happening here. This was an inspired idea of self-love and self-caring. And so you can know for sure that anytime you have an inspired idea to spend money on yourself or take care of yourself or do something that's interesting or exciting to you, you will be provided with inspiration that will lead you to whatever items and money and tools are necessary for you to accomplish that going on in that present moment and in the future, if this is still what you're inspired to do. So you can have complete faith. Now, the question here begs, when you receive the inspiration to do something that can bring in a little more money that will pay for these, these wine dates that you'll have with yourself or this new level of wine that you like to buy, when that inspiration comes, can you push past that fear to do it? Can you go through that and say, oh, I have this inspiration to start a blog or to sell something online or to, to sell one of my possessions or to whatever it is, can you go with that inspiration? So the first inspiration is to have the expensive bottle of wine. This might start a whole new trend where you get interested in wines and you're going on wine tastings here and there and you're traveling to new places and you're meeting new friends who are interested in wine. And then the inspiration will come to earn the money that will support that. Can you push past that fear to act on that inspiration? And if you can change your mental construct to say, Everything, every option is available to me. I can do anything I'm inspired to do. I, can, I no longer need to be limited. This limiting belief system about money is no longer true. I can alter that. And I altered it in my relationship to the bottle of wine I just bought. I altered the source code just a little bit, which enabled me to be less limited in this area and more abundant than I was before. And this is exactly what we're talking about. Your question was brilliant and spot on, and it was for you as well as everyone else. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. Who's next? Um, I have run into a scenario, um, which I deliberately created, which was wonderful. I have two situations, but the second one um, caused me some fear. When I was going through it, my husband, who became my teacher at that point, reminded me of staying on focus on what I wanted to do. Why was this item causing me fear? My mom also, who I called afterwards, reminded me of a similar event a year ago where I was re I'm literally repeating the same thing, different year, different company. You know, the, the, the event last year was awesome. It was perfect because it led me to the alignment course. So I'm very grateful for that. But now I'm repeating the same thing. Okay. And I'm just wondering, is this the universe testing me on my worthiness on the event happening again? Well, as we're talking about your mental construct, there's a source code in there. So the source code is causing you to perceive certain aspects. Is this a career aspect? Yes, it is. It is a career aspect. So 
you have a certain perception of yourself within this career. This perception is either limited or empowering or somewhere in between. There is a mental construct that causes you to perceive this. So your mental construct is your entirety of your set of beliefs, both limiting and empowering set of beliefs and the various intensities of those beliefs. The situation is a little bit different, but because you're seeing yourself from the same perspective in the same career, your source code is causing the same manifestation event to happen. This event is there to make you aware that you have some limiting beliefs in your mental construct. And it's those limiting beliefs about yourself. There's something that you are choosing to believe about yourself that is not true. Now, for you to alter that mental construct to invite in a new reality in this area of your career, you'll have to see yourself from a different perspective. And this event and the one before that is simply pointing out how you're perceiving yourself now. It's simply pointing out why you are feeling limited in this career or why you're even choosing this career in the first place. You might have a belief that says you need to have this profession, have this industry that you're working in, have this position within that industry and operate within the parameters that have been established in that profession. And you might be saying to yourself, if I'm this powerful, limitless being of love that I am, if I'm the creator of my reality, why on earth am I in this industry? Why am I earth am I in this position? And why on earth am I doing this position the same old way that it has been prescribed before? It isn't working. There has to be another way to do this. I feel stuck like a cog in a machine that doesn't make any sense to me because I'm the creator of my reality. So there's this core limiting belief that says you're not the creator of your reality that's causing you to have some inner, inner conflict in this one area of your life. Now, you'll notice that other areas of your life are working more smoothly. You're having more satisfaction. You're having more fun. You're feeling more free and abundant. Things are just working out. This one area, the same event is happening. Why? Because you haven't changed your perception of yourself in this area. So how do you perceive yourself in your career? You know, it's interesting because I, I should go back. This is one per perception and I have politely declined it. And then I have another opportunity to be an independent consultant that I went put forward. So I declined the one where it's working in a company and I've committed, not committed, I put a rate for myself, an hourly rate as an independent consultant for someone else, which is more in the direction that I go in terms of flexibility and control of the outcome, my outcome. I don't want someone controlling me. Excellent. So you can see then that the idea that you had before where you thought, I have to have a job with a company was highly limiting compared to how you perceive yourself. And so now you've you've moved on to the next level where you are an independent agent acting on your own terms, doing the, the basically the same thing, but on your own terms, giving yourself this perception of a little more control, which may, may not have been something you could even think about doing a few years ago. And Two so weeks ago, I couldn't think of it. <laughs> so you've allowed yourself to ascend to a new level of it. So where's the manifestation event in this? Where is the manifestation where's, event? Where's the thing that's causing resistance? Where's the problem? Um, not in that as an independent consultant. No, that one doesn't cause me. That actually is release. It's, it's the fact that this other event came back. And I, I guess it's being presented with two events. One is a company. One is the same old, same old. And the other one is flexibility and freedom. And I believe my my husband and my mom were my teachers in telling me focus on what you wanted. What was it that you always wanted? You've always been saying it's not the other that's causing you fear, um, effort and struggle. Excellent. So of the two options, then the option of being an independent contractor is one that has less fear in it. It, it has a bit of fear because I've never been in that aspect of it before, but it seems more appealing and more exciting to me. Excellent. So then the same old, same old, old one working for a company is no longer appealing to you. The new one is appealing to you, yet because it's new, you don't know exactly how it's going to work out. 
Will you make enough money? Will there be enough work? Will there be any stability or security in it? Will this even work out at all? Is it even something that's possible? Therefore, it's something new that you're pushing past fear. And certainly you could see that your mental construct has changed from this belief that you had to have a job to do what you're doing to now that you can do something more on your own terms. So you're moving quite dramatically ahead or elevating your perspective of yourself. Yet the thing that might be blocking you here is that since it is a new idea, that you don't have this confidence built in because you've had confidence doing the old thing you did, but realizing that that was limiting and unappealing and had little satisfaction. So you're sort of caught in an inner conflict here between trying to understand who you are as an expression of source within this industry and this business and earning money in general. The limited limitations or the limited fears of the human who perceives that doing something new is risky. So the mental construct then is taking yourself from this one area where you're saying to yourself that I am have experience in companies that paid me a salary that had some security, but then I've come to find out that there actually is no security because they can change things and fire people and move things around and the company could go out of business and all these different things that happen. So there is no security there. The belief system then, the construct that says, be an employee in a cog, in a machine, no longer serves you, which is perfectly aligned with your journey of self-discovery because you're ascending to another level here. Now, the next level after this could be a whole new business. It could be a completely different industry, but you wouldn't ever be ready for that because your mental construct is still saying, earn an amount of money per hour in an industry that you're familiar with. So the next step then that the universe is bringing you is this potential where you'll have a little bit more freedom and flexibility, and then it'll still be something new in there, something new that you'll have to push past fear to do. What happens in these cases is that if you cannot not really tie the strings together, saying this as your journey of self-discovery, where you're moving along step-by-step-by-step, by step by step, not to these new jobs or these new professions or these new businesses or any, any of these things, but in understanding yourself in relationship to these things, what you want to do is push past your own self-imposed boundaries, self-imposed limitations. Yes, I feel the fear of starting something new, but I'm going to do it anyway, knowing that I am the source creator of this reality. I can be, have, and do anything. In this. There's nothing inherently limiting in this at all. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't work out, that's for my benefit at all. There's no possibility of failure. I can't make a wrong choice, wrong decision. And if I put on there an hourly rate that's too high and they don't accept me, well, now I've had this experience of this idea that possibly there's someone else out there. Possibly I could start an own business. Possibly there's a whole new profession or a whole new industry or all these other things that I do not be need to be limited by this mental construct of how money works within jobs and who relies on me to have money coming into the household and these sort of things, that anything is literally possible. Yet you will always have these little fears before jumping on anything new. It's just inherent in the game. This is the game of life. Every single thing that you do that's new will be faced with some fear. Every single inspiration will elicit some fear because the, the version of you that exists today in this moment is limited compared to the version of you that exists tomorrow, a year from now, 10 years from now. The difference is that you will go through experiences that will provide all the information that you need when you need it. It's this belief that you have to know how things work out ahead of time in order to alleviate the fears that keeps everyone limited. It keeps everyone from doing what they're inspired to do. It keeps everyone stuck in place. Everyone wants to have all the fears ironed out before they even take one step. Well, that's not how the system works. The system is designed to establish a baseline. Are you ready to move forward? If so, you'll push past this fear. If not, you will stay where you are. That's fine if you want to do that. But if you can get comfortable pushing past fear and just going for it full throttle, not worrying about the consequences as much as you did before, and thinking only about what brings you joy. And in the state of alignment, you'll be flooded with more inspiration and information will come when you take action. 
information is filled in when you go through an expansive experience. That expansive experience has the information. If you don't go through the experience, you can't get the information. This is what modifies your source code. The more action that you can take, the more expansive experiences you'll have. And that's why if you imagine that you're 10 years in the future, established in whatever you're doing then and looking back at this decision, there will be no fear there. You will say, of course, that was the thing to do at the time. I'm glad I pushed past the fear. It was fearful at the time, but as I look back, it was no big deal at all. I just pushed past the fear. I got the experience. I got the information. I altered my belief systems based on that information. And then I was ready for all the steps that led to where I am now. If you look back in your life 10 years ago, you can see the progression to where you are now based on every event and every experience you had, because all those ex events and experiences added information and changed the structure of your mental construct. This allowed you to be here. So everything worked out perfectly. Whatever you're inspired to do will always work out perfectly as well. But you're going to have to push past that fear. So in thinking about this new opportunity where you are an independent, what is the fear? Actually, I, I you know what? I don't think I have fear anymore. Um, yes, you know, will I, will I, will they like me? But it's more exciting than fearful. Good. And, and so now I'm just waiting. Did they accept my rate? That so I when gave you put out? the but, rate down, what rate yep. did you put? I put, um, I had a range of what is the standard. I went at the high end. Excellent. And what were you thinking when you actually wrote out that amount? I was thinking that that was, that I was worth that because Excellent. of all my experience. Excellent. Good. Now, why didn't you make it a dollar more? Well, originally I was going to go $5 less and I said, nope, going $5 more. Excellent. Excellent. So you can see here that your ability to understand your worthiness within this new opportunity is going to be the thing that allows you to move forward in an expansive way. Now, if you had said, I better just put $5 less because I just really need to get this and really want to get this, then this would be indicating that there's something in your mental construct that's resistance to your worthiness in this profession. This area then would need to be worked on before you would be accepted. Because even if you're accepted for the $5 less, you would never be satisfied with that because you would always thought, think that you're worth more. And you only took it because you were sort of in the moment desperate for the job. The same could be true of why not asking for $100 more? So we would like to ask you this really interesting question. Why not ask for $100 an hour more? Um, because it would be out of range of what's typical for that, that particular industry. Good. So can you see that there's a limiting belief there? That's in your source code. That's this mental construct that says you can't ask for anything out of the range what's typical. But what if there was something about you that could guarantee that that company who used your services would receive 10x on their investment in you? Do you think that the company then would say, oh, no, even though we know that we're guaranteed 10 times our investment in Jerry, that it's beyond the range here, we're not going to do it. Well, if this is a for-profit company, then it's highly likely that they would at least listen to what you have to say. Do you see here that if you were to think of yourself in such terms that they would have to look at what they're being offered here, even though it's outside the boundaries, what you have to offer is so much better than what anyone else has to offer that you would be worth it to them to pay you way outside of this normal range because you don't fit in the normal range, just your mental construct does. Who you truly are without this mental construct would be able to receive the inspiration to do something in an innovative way that would bring in so much more money. For instance, you might be able to do what a person could do in an hour, you do it in 10 minutes. They do it in an eight hour day, you do it in a one hour a day. There could be some way that you figured out. Now you don't know what that is now because you haven't opened yourself up to the inspiration. All innovation is coming from people who are opening themselves up to the inspiration because they will not accept the status quo. Every invention, every new innovation, every artwork, every song, every book that's ever been written 
has come to the people that have opened themselves up to that inspiration. It doesn't matter what you're doing. The inspiration will flow to generate a consensus or a alignment with how you perceive yourself. If you perceive yourself as average, you can't go out of the range. If you perceive yourself as slightly above average, then you can go at the upper end of that range. If you perceive yourself extraordinary, the best in the business, by far the most qualified, the most capable, the most experienced, the one that gets the most done, if that's how you perceived yourself, then you could go outside that range. This is true for all of you in everything you do in every area of your life. If you perceived yourself as the greatest wife in the history of the world, you would have a relationship that reflected that back to you. If you perceive yourself as the greatest driver, the greatest cook, the greatest whatever it is, if you perceive yourself at such a high level in every area, you would receive all the inspiration you needed to be those things. If you perceive yourself as average or limited or just one of the people, just another cog in the machine, then that's exactly what you'll get. It's all about how you perceive yourself. Now, you'll have to take a leap of faith here. Start by saying, I am the source creator of this reality. This is my reality. I'm the one creating this reality. I know that I can be, have, and do anything in this reality. I realize that I don't remember who I am, but somehow I found this information and somehow inherent in who I am, I believe this to be true. I resonate with this information. I have seen the progress over the last few years that I've been focused on this information. I've seen when I utilize this information in other areas of my lives, it's enhanced those areas. I realize that my vibration is really the, my perception of myself in every area. And so if I choose to perceive myself from a higher perspective as the creator of my reality, even though I have a limiting belief that says I'm not, if I choose to perceive myself in this high vibrational way, then I will receive inspiration. Now, of course, there will be some fear that comes up whenever I receive inspiration, but I know it's just a rational fear. And I can act on that inspiration to be this elevated being that I truly am in every single area. I don't have to succumb to these fears based on my current mental construct. I can push beyond that. And when you see yourself like this, you'll be so empowered by everything that you do because the ideas will flow to you so quickly It'll be amazing. And, and everyone else will sit back in amazement and look at you like you're Wonder Woman out there. Gary had a friend, Bruce, has, this, has a friend, Bruce. And in college, Bruce went to this fancy restaurant and he said, I'm the best waiter that you'll ever have. And I will work for you, but I want a amount of money just for showing up above and beyond my paycheck and my tips. I want what's called a shift pay. And I promise you that I will be worth every penny of that because the customers will come back. They'll have a great time. I will sell more than anyone else is selling. I will win every competition on that stuff. And he got it for the first place he looked. First place he went to, they said, well, you have so much confidence here. We don't even know anything about you, but we're going to offer this to you. And he fulfilled every promise. Now, he didn't know any better. He had never asked this before. He had just assumed that he was great at being a waiter. And he went in there with that level of understanding. And then when he was in that profession, he received all the inspiration to talk to the people and to explain the, the dinners and the specials and to sell them on this and that and the other thing. And his sales were consistently higher than any other waiter in the, in the, in the restaurant. This is what is available to all of you when you see yourself from this higher perspective. We understand that it might take a little bit of doing to get there because you have a level of insecurity about yourself in certain areas, but that insecurity is just built into that source code of program of your mental construct. And once you adjust that mental construct, well, then everything else will change. Once you start looking for the inspiration, start asking for the inspiration and start understanding that it's always flowing to you and really accepting it and then pushing past fear, you can literally move mountains. And that's what we wanted to explain to you in this wonderful conversation. Awesome question. Thank you so much. Who's next? I would like to go. Excellent. Susie. Yes. Uh, it's about what you're talking right now. You're saying that we can influence people around us and we can bring them up to what we decide. Like I'm talking about an experience I just went to like uh, last week 
My brother and my son were sick, but he was like very, very sick, couldn't go to school. And uh, I usually do like some uh, healing, distance healing. So because I'm not at home, I said, okay, I'm going to try to heal, but not try, I'm going to do something to make you feel better. So I said that to my brother and my son. And at one point I had this inspiration that came and it said, hey, wait a minute, this is your reality. There are only actors in your reality. So then I stopped and I said, okay, then I want my actors, like if I'm reading a script, I want them to be healthy. <laughs> I want them to feel good. And like my son was feeling really bad, so he didn't, he couldn't go to school. And Sunday night, he said, well, I feel okay now. I think I could go to school. And I said, well, I prefer you feel better so you can, like, don't catch anything at school and don't miss school after. And the next day, he wrote to me. He said, Mom, I feel so good. I have to go. I, I just wanted to go to school because I have an exam. Like, he's 13 years old. And boys that want to go to school and do their exam like he had the perfect excuse not to go and like because he's not with me right now I'm away I was wondering like how can you feel that good but at the same time like I was so convinced that I could change them so I want your point of view on this that's it's not really a question this is a wonderful comment or a wonderful statement wonderful example that you've given here so you have this overall reality and you have this relationship with, in this case, your son who was sick. And you thought to yourself, I would like to give him some healing energy, think in a healing terms, do some distance healing, and somehow change him. And then you've got the inspiration that, well, you, this is your reality, and they are all actors in your reality. Mm -hmm. So you're not changing this person that you know as your son. You're not creating in his reality. You're doing it from this very high perspective where you're saying the entire thing is my reality. And so what I want to do here is enhance the feeling of an aspect of my reality. So I'm going to put energy into that. I'm going to think loving thoughts, think healing thoughts, Think about how I would like him to feel because feeling good is aligned with who he is. And mm -hmm. I'm going to let go of the outcome. So I'm simply going to do this. Lo and behold, your reality changes. He is healthy enough to go to school. He actually wants to go to school. He feels good enough to go to school to go and actually take a test. Are you creating in his reality or are you creating in your reality? Exactly. You're creating in your own reality by looking at it from a higher perspective. Now, what most people would do would say, let's go and fix you. Let's get you some medicine. Let's make sure that you're rested. Let's do all these things. Oh, I hate to see you sick. I wish that you weren't sick so that I could feel better. Mm -hmm. That would be from a limited perspective. That would be a form of control. And that could not work because you're trying to control your outer reality. You're, you are doing the work from within. Now, you didn't know how to do this, but suddenly you got the inspiration that said, these are actors in your reality. This gave you this mental construct that you could say, well, this is just all an aspect of who I am in this. And so I can send love and acceptance to this aspect and beam authentic energy into this portion of my reality just to see what happens. Not even to see what happens, just because I'm inspired to do that. A lot of people might have a little bit of fear when that inspiration comes, oh, this can't work, or oh, what am I doing here, or oh, who do I think I am? But you were able to push past whatever those thoughts were and do this distance healing. There is amazing power in that. There is a key here. There's a, there's a fine line here between trying to control conditions or trying to enhance your reality. Not trying to, but actually enhancing your reality. You're thinking of it in a way love-based, authentic way of enhancing your reality. And so the reflection comes back, a healthy son who wants to go to school. That's the reflection that you've created by the projection of love onto your reality. Had you tried to control it, you might have gotten a reflection that was, that was something that you wouldn't have wanted. He'd have to stay home from school on Monday. He didn't feel any better, that sort of thing. 
This is a very, very high level way of thinking here. This is the effective way to manifest anything in your life. Every single aspect of your life is an actor in your script. You're the writer, director, and producer of this entire production. You get to make it any way you want. You have complete, absolute control. But you want the characters, whatever they may be, your house, your car, your career, your relationships, you want them to be aligned with the love that you're feeling for them. You don't want to change them because it makes you uncomfortable the way they're being. You want to simply and purely express love and acceptance to that actor and then see what the reflection comes back like. This is deliberate creation. That's what this is. If you create deliberately from a limited perspective in control and fear, perceiving yourself to be limited yourself in any way, then you're going to get back a reflection of that. And the more you try to do that, the more intense that reflection is going to come. If you do it from a place of pure acceptance, everything is right. Everything is perfect. I'm perfect. All these people are perfect. All these outside conditions are perfect as they are. I can see it now. It's so obvious. Everything's perfect. All I have is a relationship, a string tied between my core being and this thing in my reality. I want to fine tune that string, that, that connection to resonate with love and acceptance. I want to send love along that string to that other thing or other person in love and acceptance. I want to offer healing and fun and joy and love and excitement and interest. And I want them to play their parts, whatever their parts are. Play mm -hmm. it as any part you like. I will not be influenced into negative emotion or out of alignment by how you play your part. I don't care what it is. Could be the government. It could be anything you think of. Could be terrorism in the Middle East. It doesn't matter what that subject is. You're going to say it's perfect in your reality. But now I'd like to fine tune that because this is my reality and those are my characters in my play. And I would like them to feel good. That's all I want. I want them to feel good. I don't need anything. I'm the writer of this. I don't need anything back from these kids. These characters can't offer me anything. I'm writing out their words. I'm writing out their, their roles in this thing. So I want them to go off and develop on their own. And then I'll get the inspiration in every conversation and every thought that I have about that character. That character. I'll have the inspiration and I will know how to write that character even more beautifully. I don't have to figure it out right now. So as I go along in this state of love and acceptance, accepting it all, accepting everyone as they are, accepting myself as perfect as I am, as I go along accepting it all, I can start to fine tune it. And that's deliberate creation. I can say, oh, it would be interesting if I could interact with this character in a brand new way. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Inspiration has to come. Inspiration has to come. If I have this thought, inspiration has to follow. Well, how about you ask him out on a date? Just the two of you. You go do something fun. Why don't you go to play mini golf? And you say, oh, okay, well, that they're not going to want to do that. Oh, no, no. That was the inspiration. The inspiration came. So that's got to be the thing to do. So let's just do it and see what happens. And then you go off to this adventure and you have this play date together and you do this fun thing. And now you start to say, oh, my God. I can do this with every single point of reference in my whole reality, every concept, every area of my life, everything. I can look at it and say, I want to express love to that and then wait for the inspiration. That's all you have to do. Ask for it and it is given. That's all you have to do. But you have to see that you're the creator of this whole thing. You have to put yourself in the center and realize that you're the source creator of this reality. It's all you. It is all you and your relationship and how you perceive yourself. Deliberate creation 101, see yourself as a creator. Boom. See yourself as the sun shining a beam of light to everything in the universe, your universe. 
You have a beam of light shining to your sun. This is your relationship. You see yourself as the source creation of this relationship in love and acceptance. You've written his roles for the last 13 years. So he's been programmed through his mental construct over 13 years, and he's going to play that out. But now you change your mental construct in relationship to him. You say, I don't need to control him. I don't need to change him. I accept him as the brilliant soul that he is. I know that we came in together. I know that he's here to teach me and guide me and serve me. And I am to him to some degree. And I am just going to live in joy in this relationship with him at the highest level. Boom. Inspiration has to come. Has to come. And this inspiration says, well, why not send him some love healing energy when he's not feeling well? And here's how to do it. Here's exactly how to do it. Wow. You've just enhanced that relationship. That brief moment of joy when you received the reflection that he was feeling good and you felt good at the same time, mm -hmm. you created that connection in joy for you and him. And you can do it over and over and over with every single thing in your reality. And so, Kate, you see that the sky is literally the limit. There's yes. nothing limiting you in any area of your life. All you have to do is imagine this golden bead of light shooting from the, your heart to the heart of whatever the subject is and saying, how do I enhance this relationship? Boom, you have to receive inspiration because the law of abundance is always receiving everything you need when you need it to do whatever you need to do. And if you need to enhance, because you're excited to enhance every area of your life, if you need to enhance your relationship to that subject, the inspiration has to come. Now, it might seem, seem crazy, this inspiration that comes, and you might say, oh, I just don't want to do that. You don't have to if you don't want to. But if you could push past the fear and just do the little thing you can do in the moment, we promise you, magic will happen. This is how you're the creator of your reality. It is all this. It's so easy when you see how this whole thing actually works with you in the center of it all as the creator of it all. Most amazing question we've ever had. Thank we have you. time for one quick silly question. Who's got that question? I have that question, Joshua. Please. Uh, just wondering why we get cavities. If you could talk about cavities. Sugar causes cavities. Next oh. question. What's that? <laughs> Why do you have any ailments, any resistance, any chronic disease, any problems with your health whatsoever? Every possible area of your life that there is some resistance, you will have a cavity in that area. Anything that you're resisting that's, that you are refusing to look at or refusing to change your mental construct, you're going to have a cavity in that area. The cavity in the teeth is obvious. It'll cause a little pain. A dentist will point it out. No problem. You can get it filled. But are you filling the cavity itself without changing the source or the mental construct or the source code that's created the cavity? So, so you have this mental construct. It's the source code of your programming. And there are flaws in that mental construct. Flaws because they don't align with the truth of this reality. In your mental construct, you have a core belief that you're not the, not the creator of your reality. That is a false premise but it guides almost every single thing you do. Imagine if you didn't have that in there. Well, then you would be living on earth as you live in the non-physical. There'd be no limitations or restrictions whatsoever. So that little programming, that little line of code in there that says you're not the creator of your reality allows you to move on this fantastic journey to discover who you truly are. But it also causes these little bugs because you're resisting things. You're resisting this and resisting that, resisting this and resisting that. You're thinking about yourself in limited terms. And so these little bugs spur around the programming and cause these glitches. And the glitch could be a manifestation event. The glitch could be a cavity. If you're in highly resistant thought about yourself, the glitch could be some chronic unwanted condition, unwanted physical condition. All these glitches, 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 because at the source code is this, Line that says you're not the creator of your reality. Now you can move through that and you're all doing that now. Those of you on the call now and listening later today, if you've been listening to this for a while, listening to us for a while, you're starting to understand that you're the creator of your reality and what that means. That means that, well, as the creator, everything's perfect, but your perception of your reality 
feels imperfect. And so you sort of hold on to these ideals of how you think your life should be, which causes you this to move forward, which is fine, causes you to effort and struggle and expand through experiences, which is fine. But you're always chasing the carrot on the end of the stick and not really understanding that you're the center of this reality. And there is no ideal. There's nothing outside of what you're experiencing now that could be any better than what you're experiencing because it's life that you've created, the body you've created, the relationships you've created, this entire reality you've created is perfect for you. You'll see that when you go to the non-physical. But if you could see that now, if the aha moment could go, oh my God, my life has always been perfect. My life is perfect now. My life will always be perfect for my journey of self-discovery. Well, then you wipe away that illusion and the flaws stop happening because the flaws can only happen when you perceive anything as imperfect. So you get interested in law of attraction and law of attraction in the beginning of this states that, hey, just look at the positive aspects. Look at as many positive aspects as you can. Just keep focused on the positive, positive, positive. And then you come to us and we say, okay, great. You focus on the positive. That hasn't really worked, has it? It's made it a little bit better, of course. You're a little bit nicer. You're a little bit kinder. You're a little bit more loving. But there's still all these issues that you have that you think are wrong or bad. And you're not addressing those. You're, you're casting your head away from those. Now, what if we told you that there is no wrong anywhere in the universe, that everything is right, even the stuff you think is wrong and bad? What if we told you that? You would say, that's nonsense. Or you would say, Oh, okay. I'll go along with you for a little while on this. I'll follow you along here. And now I'll start to accept this and that and this, but not that stuff. Cause that stuff's really bad. What about this, that Holocaust stuff? And what about death? And what about all these things? That's gotta be bad, especially death. That's gotta be terrible. Right. And we say, no, all of that's an illusion. There is no wrong. Everything is right. Now, if you can start to see more things as right than wrong, you're making great progress but you're still operating with that little line of source code there that says you're not the creator of your reality and you have to protect yourself from these things that seem to be outside of you. And so we say, integrate everything in your reality into you. Integrate it all. Understand that it's all you, that there is nothing outside of you. Well, we, it seems like it's outside of us. I've always believed it's outside of us. Okay, we're not asking you to radically alter everything so you actually perceive that it's you. But just imagine that there is a little cord, a little golden light that's attaching you to everything else and everyone else in your reality and say that, well, you have this power to, to enhance that and you can play with that and see if that works for you. Now, just by doing that, you've, you've elevated your perception of yourself because now you say, okay, well, I'm the source of this. I have this gold bead of light attached to that person over there. And if I ask to enhance this relationship, then I know I'll receive inspiration. Just that alone is so much more empowering than the perspective that you had that you were a victim to that relationship. You have no control over it anyway. And that this person can do mean things to you and you'll feel negative emotion. Can you see the two differences in that? If you start seeing yourself in the higher perspective, all of a sudden cavities don't happen anymore or something else, manifestation events don't happen anymore, or this doesn't happen anymore. Nothing happens to you because nothing ever happened to you. It was always happening for you, even the cavities. We've enjoyed this amazing conversation with you leading edge creators immensely. We can't wait to be here again. We see this conversation moving in an elevated exponential direction to such a place, such a unimagined heights that it's giving us so much excitement, so much curiosity. We can't wait to see what comes next. And with that, we are complete. Wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. All right. Wasn't that an interesting episode all about the mental construct? There's going to be a lot more talk about this in the future, but really you have to think about those subjects that are giving you trouble and realizing that your mental construct is limited and that there's a whole set of limiting beliefs revolving around that one idea that you can change. And the way you change it is by processing your limiting beliefs, which is what we do in the alignment course and the financial prosperity course. After that, we spent a lot of time using that form that Joshua brought us. And that form really helps you identify and process your limiting beliefs so that your mental construct becomes more malleable. And then you can breeze through all these subjects that are giving you a little bit of trouble. And of course, remember to like and subscribe. That's really important. And leave a review if you can. 
That's really amazing. The reviews are something that really helps other people find this podcast. This podcast has become in the top 200 in most countries in the spirituality segment. And it's interesting because we don't really have that many reviews compared to the other podcasts. So if you could leave a review, that'd be so great. Thank you so much for being here and we'll see you next time. Bye.